0: Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are. Yeah, man. <laughs> bro, ah. bro, do you even lift? Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, let fuck. me tell you, I can lift you higher. Yes. I've been watching, um, actually, so quick story. Eric, I, we were talking off, <laughs> off episode and I was talking about like, oh my God, these amazing Justice League Unlimited episodes are thrilling me. Yes, and so I decided to take the Eric Williams challenge, which is uh, uh, you challenged me to watch them all, every single episode from the first episode to the last in order. In order, yes. So I was kind of cherry picking the best ones from like everybody's top ten lists, and they were great. They're really awesome. Mm-hmm. But now I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of going through exactly like you said from the episode one initiation. I'm not mm-hmm. starting like Justice League. I'm starting Justice League Unlimited
1: yeah when they when they recruit all like a hundred heroes,
0: yeah when they're like, why are we t- Well, why are we like like saving kittens and babies out of trees and stuff, let's just go get like green arrow for that yeah exactly and Do uh, some bitch work exactly <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of these and I've watched five episodes so far, mm. and uh what I love about watching these episodes in order is that like the context of um being on Cartoon Network, the commercials. In between all these guys and like going up like the credits being skipped over by like the preview for like the next ben 10 episode or whatever was coming up next mm-hmm. uh, all of that's gone so you just i'm just watching the episode no commercial breaks as soon as it starts to fade out to commercial it goes right back
1: yeah i like the justice league unlimited because they they throw in a lot of other characters and th- sometimes they're the focus of an episode and sometimes you're just kind of in there and yeah. I, I i love it you know it's been it's been crazy this far it's kind of like highs and lows like i thought they would be
0: like all highs because i've been mm-hmm. watching all these amazing episodes but uh god the first the first five episodes there's a couple really good ones and a couple real stinkers
1: well yeah you saw the hawk and dove one that fucking sucked
0: oh my god we they're like the new wonder twins hawk yeah. and dove
1: well the wonder twins show up later so oh god <laughs> it's, it's an awesome episode
0: actually that's hilarious. I, I would prefer the Wonder Twins, honestly, because, oh. I, and I wrote about it, too. Like, I, I, I decided, all right, I'm going to watch each episode. I'm going to write, like, a mini review on our website, JumpmanPodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been doing that. But, oh, my God. The Hawk and Dove episode came on. I was like, all right, three episodes straight, and there's some of the best episodes ever. Initiation was awesome. Green Arrow is basically showing how Green Arrow is amazing, and he's mm-hmm. too cool for, to, to have, like, superpowers. And like he has to be convinced to join the Justice League, even though they want him in, he's like, "I'm too
1: cool, dudes. I'm I'm like saving people from like supermarket thugs." Yeah, he only the only reason he joins is for two reasons: one, who watches the Watchmen, mm-hmm. and two, it's for the foxy ladies. Yeah, dude, he's like, he's- <laughs> even
0: at the end of the episode, even though he's shown himself to be uh, amazing and save the day, where all the superheroes who get punched in the face a little too hard and get knocked out. Uh, he saves the day, destroys the, the killer North Korean robots. Even after he proves himself, he's still like, sorry, dude, too cool. And then he's like, wait a second. Wait a second. There's co-ed locker rooms.
1: Yeah, he sees Black Canary <laughs> in a state of undress. And he's like, holy shit. I mean, that's half the reason to join right there. Like, mm. point an ugly superwoman, uh, superhero character out to me. They're not. They're not only blessed with superpowers; they're blessed with <laughs> excellent model looks. It's like that's why I want to be in there. I would be macking people hard. I think I I think so too, man. But, I, I'd uh, be saving I'd be saving kittens out of trees every day to show my sensitive side <laughs> to those chicks. They're so hot. I you know what you know the one person who is so far in this uh, series
0: is not hot at all is Supergirl, dude. They gave her her head is way too
1: big. Oh. Uh, well, yes, they give her way a, too big. They give her a slightly sluttier outfit halfway through, well, just League like, Limited. So
0: it's needed, dude. It's needed. She's. It sounds like she's voiced by like bitchy Lois Lane on like an ass face day, and her head is way too big, and just like there's just nothing remarkable about her other than she's just like I'm hungry for a beating. Well, I mean they got they got lots of hot chicks in there later, so don't worry. That's good. But then you know like, so that was awesome. Second episode where uh, Superman gets taken over by the Black Mercy and has this fantasy about, like, Krypton not exploding and him growing up and having a son and everything's hunky-dory and he mm. has to let it all go to escape. Awesome. Classic. Yeah. And then the next one, like, where all the Justice Leaguers get turned into super babies. Loved it. Yeah. Like, I-, I thought, you know, like, dude, this should be like Muppet Babies where they have, like, their own series. It'd be awesome. I'd
1: watch well, that. They have their own comic strip. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not like official DC, but it's like this dude. I follow him on Facebook. Hmm. Um. It was called like Little League or something. And then he had to like legally change it. I think it's called like JL8. Hmm. And they're all uh, all the main Justice Leaguers are all um, elementary schoolers. Hmm. And uh, so yeah, they post like a news strip on on uh, on Facebook every week. It's good. I'll have to check that out. JL8. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that's what it is. So. But yeah, it's, it's kind of cute.
0: Cool. Yeah, but then, so, all that amazing stuff, and then to to get to the turd, the first of the turds, that was the Hawk and Dove episode. I was just like, oh my god, drop the ball.
1: Yeah, you're going to get an occasional turd, mm-hmm. but, <clears throat> uh, like, the series, the longer it goes, it really picks up. Like I said, after a while, there's, like, a, a big arc that just kind of ties a lot of the episodes together, and they're pretty good. You might get, I'd say, one in five, might not be good. Mm-hmm. but that's a great percentage for a quality cartoon so i, I would say i would say
0: though thus far it's like one point one and a half out of five because following up the terrible hawk and dove episode which is really really preachy hmm. uh was was the uh, the episode where where wonder woman gets turned into a pig yeah first yeah, that, thing
1: <laughs> yeah that that was not the greatest but batman shines like the star that he is in that episode it's, so that's
0: cool it's so weird
1: yeah and i think it's like
0: you know, I look at this episode, Eric, and I think, you know, Paul Dini who wrote it, and I was like, he's had a very uh, distinguished career. Yeah. But lately when he writes comedy, I just feel like like what is happening? Like like um like he just doesn't know like yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna badmouth the guy, but like uh just my my th- my thoughts on comedy, his thoughts on comedy just don't align, turning Wonder Woman into a pig, having Batman have to like sing the blues to get her back it was just like what the hell is happening like it read like a fan fiction
1: i love the batman saying i thought that was the best part of
0: it i mean it was wacky but it was like 1960s superman wacky
1: well yeah i'm pretty sure they lifted that episode from a comic also
0: all right i hope so, so. god damn it's just so it's just so weird first wonder woman as a pig second batman has to like he he's like all right Wonder Woman's priority I'm going to get the least known jobber of every like of, out of like everybody in the
1: entire league let's get the one that nobody knows to track her down I love that I love when they incorporate little ones in there like every once in a while it's it's awesome like elastic man shows up and stuff it's great
0: I know but even I knew elastic man you no know, but this guy is just like like what's his name like uh, bwana beast awesome Something dude like i'm just like who the hell is this guy i guess nobody will ever will ever question this dude batman Show as well he's just like let me get the guy that nobody knows with no friends
1: oh just as like a limit is awesome and it gets better and better so
0: all right well i, I look forward to more episodes and i'll be writing little mini reviews on each episode on our uh, website jumpmanpodcast.com
1: sweet now i actually you know how much i love movies of course dude it's your it's your whole reason for living Yes, well, that's not my whole reason. <laughs> my whole reason for living is to bless everyone else with my awesomeness. That's true. So, But I do love movies, and I saw three movies this weekend, one at the theater and mm-hmm. two uh, on DVD that just came out in like the last couple of weeks.
0: Well, I, I'm very interested. You know, a long time ago, Eric, when we first saw the, um, the trailer for The Lone Ranger, you told me that there's this rumor on the Internet that there would be werewolves. And I was like, oh, yes. my God, wait a second. I'm suddenly interested in the Lone Ranger now because that would be an awesome twist. It would be like Pirates of the Caribbean where there's like a sci-fi kind of fantasy element uh, into something old, you know, that like to bring it back to modern day. So, so please, I'm salivating about the werewolves.
1: Okay. So, yes, I did, I did see uh, Lone Ranger. Okay. Uh, I saw three movies. I saw Lone Ranger in the theater.
0: <laughs> yes. <clears throat> and
1: then on DVD, I saw Identity Thief. Mm. Starring Melissa McCarthy, Jason Bateman, and it's exactly like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And I saw Die Hard Five. Die, Die, uh, The Die Hardiest? Yes. And it's usually your job to piss and moan and bitch <laughs> about how much you hate stuff. Uh huh. I didn't like any of the movies, but I'm still going to try and, and stay somewhat positive here. Well, that's very nice of you, Eric. All right. So, first of all, yeah, Lone Ranger. And, uh, spoiler alert, and, uh, If you can't take it, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Wow. Way to stay positive. No, because it's Lone Ranger. You know, I I don't don't want anyone bitching like, oh, you fucking spoiled it. I don't give a shit. I saw it, so I don't care now because (laughs) it sucked. So here's the thing. If you've never, if you have no connection to the legend of the Lone Ranger, if you don't know the Lone Ranger from your ass, (laughs)
0: so so wait so one day you're reaching down scratching something and you're like i don't know if that's my
1: ass or the lone ranger it's an expression chad (laughs) so uh anyways (laughs) if you don't know the lone ranger if you don't know the story behind him the Mm -hmm. legend behind him you might enjoy this movie now i thought since i know the lone ranger since i grew up and he was my first like hero as a little kid, he was the first one, or I was like, The Lone Ranger is the greatest hero of all time. He can't be stopped. If you grew up the Lone Ranger, you will be disappointed in this movie.
0: Well, it sounds like you had high expectations.
1: No, I, had, I did not have high expectations. I just took one look at the trailer and I was like, This movie's going to suck. <laughs> but I told, and I said this in previous Jumpman Podcast episodes, I owe it to myself to go see it. My four year old self, who had a Lone Ranger birthday cake, Lone Ranger in action figures, saw the Lone Ranger movies, watched the Lone Ranger. Uh, Tonto Zorro cartoon hour demands that I go see this. <clears throat> no matter how bad it is, no matter how much people said, holy cow, this is a shit fest, no matter how much people talked about how the movie was rewritten a zillion times and you know, danger, danger. I was like, I'm going to go see it for free. And, you know, whatever. Uh, maybe I'll still like it anyways. <clears throat> Unfortunately, the werewolves were cut out. Oh, The werewolves were in a previous draft <sighs> And then uh, they actually were. Wow. There were supposed to be werewolves in there. And they actually cut them out because Disney was trying to trim their budget because they're like, oh, we're going to lose so much money on this movie. So they, they they shut down production and made them uh, re, re, uh, rewrite the movie. Seriously? Unfortunately, it still cost them $300 million and just tanked at the box office so hard right now.
0: Dude, well, D- Disney did the same exact thing with John Carter.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're in big trouble. Wow. Um, so anyways, no werewolves. But there were were rabbits what there were were rabbits what because they're cheaper than wolves yeah i don't know what There was were rabbits what there the were, hell at one point lone ranger and tonto are cooking a rabbit all these other rabbits like got close like they wanted a piece of the meat and tonto threw them a piece of cooked rabbit and all of a sudden, the rabbits go ah they've what? got like all these jagged teeth and they like all jumped over and ripped the meat to pieces <laughs> what the hell and did that make sense in the context of the film without werewolves no no no. The, this movie was fucked, man. <laughs> oh. All right. Here's the thing. The Lone Ranger is a fucking serious story, okay? Mm-hmm. I've read the book, too. <laughs> okay. Lone Ranger comes to town, his brother is the the captain of the Texas Rangers, and they got to go after Butch Cavendish. He's this big bad guy, and they get led into an ambush by one of their own rangers who's betrayed them. Mm. They get led into an ambush. Every fucking ranger gets gunned down, including the the lone ranger uh but and uh tonto finds all their bodies and buries them and then sees that the lone ranger is still alive so he nurses him back to health teaches him how to shoot uh makes him some silver bullets and stuff and he's going to avenge his brother but he pretends everyone else already thinks he's dead so he wears a mask and he decides you know what i'm going to let people think i'm dead and i'm just going to wear this mask and i'm just going to fuck shit up Mm. with tonto it's a great story this movie had no idea what it wanted to do because it had very serious scenes. The Rangers do all get gunned down. Not only get gunned down, but the brother is still alive. And Butch Cavendish stabs open his guts, rips out his heart and eats it. Oh, my God. And they show it. Uh, the Lone Ranger opens his eyes for a second. And they show it in the reflection of his pupil. <laughs> oh. So you have this really seriousness. And then later in the movie, a whole tribe of Native Americans gets slaughtered damn you watch it you watch them get gunned down at the same time this is the fucking jokey mcjokester jokester of all movies <laughs> really they can't fucking stop making fucking jokes the whole fucking movie uh. so it's like how can you have all this serious shit and then you sit there and make joke after joke after joke the, the lone rangers god he's a fucking joke it's uh it's like the lone ranger is supposed to be this awesome dude this guy sucks Ugh. He sucks. That's He's too bad. Sucks he can't kick ass to save himself. When he does kick ass, it's basically an accident. Or Tonto helps him. Really? So it's like He's, the green hornet? Basically, man, he sucks. Ugh. He never becomes cool. Now and now even in the book, he sucks in the beginning. He's not a ranger. He just kinda rides along with him and stuff. But he becomes awesome. This mm-hmm. dude never becomes an outlaw. He rips the mask off halfway through the movie and leaves it off for like an hour. Ooh. He just Like, he's never really becomes this awesome hero. He just... And then Tonto, it's just this comedy of errors. It's like, oh, let's all laugh at Tonto because of the stupid shit he says. And, uh, uh, you know, the shenanigans and how he defeats people almost accidentally. Because he's fucking channeling Captain Jack Sparrow hard. (laughs) Oh, no. Because the movie was made by the same guys that made the pirates. And it's fucking, you know, it's just like we said last week. We we already predicted it. Like, it's going to be, you know, pirates of the West. Right. And it was, but it's like half the time, like see, like the whole movie I'm watching this, I'm really thinking, I was like, someone, when this comes out on DVD, someone buy this movie for me so I can rip it, put it on my editing system, and I will fucking make a great half hour Lone Ranger movie out of the ashes of this movie. Dude, that's,
0: that's what I've been hearing on the internet. People were saying like the trailer was a better movie than the movie.
1: Yeah. Like I could seriously, like I will cut out all Johnny Depp dialogue mm-hmm. and almost all, everything that he does is stupid. I will cut out all the Lone Ranger uh, (laughs) when he's being an ass clown and just keep it when he's got the mask and doing some cool shit. I I think I could make an awesome half hour movie because, like I said, it's so weird. It's like it's serious. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is good. And then it's fucking all of a sudden his his horse, Mm -hmm. Silver. Oh, no. uh, Well, Johnny Depp's got this whole thing like, uh, well, the bad guy. Is technically more than a bad guy. He's the Wendigo. He's possessed by this evil spirit, so he's more than human. He's the devil, and so I must kill the devil. And which is kind of where they were originally going with the werewolf angle or something. Right, right, the, right. So he's like the head werewolf. That all makes sense. Yeah, and that's why you need silver bullets to kill him. Yeah. So, anyways, but he's but now all of nature because it's because this guy's got this evil spirit. and all of nature's thrown off. Hence the were bunnies. Uh huh. And uh so 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 they're playing up this weird supernatural shit, which just didn't need to happen. The mm. horse is like a spirit guide. They're like, Oh, we call that the spirit walker. And it leads great warriors to the other side or something. And like the horse basically like pulled the Lone Ranger out of his grave when Tonto didn't know that he was dead yet. And okay. then the horse, they're trying to make, make the make the horse seem like he's fucking supernatural. Like he ends up on the top of a or the roof of a building. They're like, uh. Oh, how'd he get up there? <laughs> and then they showed him on top of uh, you know, some Fucking other, th- oh god. The horse sucked. Mm. um This, this is just, great. This is a very positive review, Eric, I must say. I'm just trying. I'll, be, I'll, be more <laughs> I'll be more positive with Diary. I'm sorry. I hate to be the one that just hates and stuff. But it's like, I thought I would be the only one that saw this movie because of my love of the Lone Ranger. Mm. And that's, it was actually working against me. Yeah. Because if you were someone who knew nothing about the Lone Ranger, you could just go in and accept that this is the kind of guy he is. Not the fact that he's supposed to be this amazing hero you know instead you would think oh he's just supposed to be this guy who's fucking the inspector gadget of cowboys <laughs> saved by tonto who's fucking jack sparrow with a tan oh like oh johnny
0: depp sucks so bad maybe 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 uh captain jack sparrow went out tanning but then he wore like a like a turban on his whole face and that's why it's all white
1: he sucks so bad because he's just doing Captain Jack. And the movie plays Princess Bride style, uh-huh. where it's like 60 years in the future. And some little kid is talking to a 90-year-old Tonto at Weird. like a county fair. And he's like reenacting uh, the story of the Lone what? Ranger. And they cut back and forth like probably what? six six times the in the movie. Fuck? They cut back to old Tonto fucking doing stupid ass jokes. This little kid telling him how the next part of the story goes. Like what? this movie just couldn't decide what it wanted to do.
0: Like I said, it's like,
1: be silly, be serious, be one, but don't be. It was way too much jokes in it. Um, Like I said, the Lone Ranger barely does anything heroic. A lot of people die in this movie. And Mm. then there's a joke the next beat, which just doesn't make it good. So it's confusing. It just to the audience, you just don't know what you're supposed to feel. You know, it's like all Mm. these Native Americans get killed. And the next second, you don't even give a shit. Weird.
0: That sounds sounds like. All right. So what, from what you're telling me, it sounds
1: like that movie, The Wild Wild West. No, nothing. No. Has, not even close. You're 100% wow. wrong. Okay. That movie intended to be a comedy at all times.
0: Really? Because
1: I, I felt like it was billed as like a serious movie. Come on. Fucking Will Smith. Come on. Wild Wild West. That was supposed to be a comedy the entire time. I think, I think it was unintentional comedy. Yeah. I think they failed at certain points comedy. They were, they were joking that whole movie. Come all on. right.
0: It was, it was like Men in Black 2, where they tried to make a comedy, but then everybody's like, yo,
1: your comedy kind of sucks. So anyway, <laughs> this movie was two and a half hours long. Yeah, wow. Like I said, they made two movies and mashed them into one. It just needed to be one movie. <laughs> well, maybe, well, maybe they were like all Hobbit style, and they were like, dude, we'll make three movies at the same time, and then Disney pulled the plug, and they're like, mash them together. Well, no, the whole problem was is they basically tried – They tried to set this up to be a huge money-making trilogy. Instead of just focusing on making a good movie, they Mm. really just tried to set it up to make it the next Pirates to make all these interesting, lovable characters. I'm sure in their minds the second movie is where The Lone Ranger got more serious and actually was a hero. and saved people and stuff. But in this one... There was all these train sequences, and it was just so hard to keep track of it. Like there's so many times, people are pulling the pins out and switching the trail cars, and and fighting on the top, and it's just very repetitive.
0: That's too so, bad. You know, it's it, it,
1: so many times I hear like people talking about like, well, you
0: know, it's like that's that's the only way you can make a movie nowadays is if it's like a giant triple A blockbuster, and you have to sign on for like four movies when you sign on to one of these. Flicks, but like they never make the first one the good one they're just like no no, man we got to build up to like something cool and the second movie is like the best one and they like plan for the second for the first movie to suck and for the second movie to be way the hell better and then the third one they just do like weird
1: wacky stuff see where they got pirates right was i mean let's face it when pirates came out as a movie people or when it came out as a trailer and stuff people trashed the shit out of it they're like i can't believe they're making a movie based on a ride Mm -hmm. that looked dorky like everyone was couldn't wait to destroy that movie yeah and then when you watched it i remember i saw it in the theater i was like this is fucking good Mm. when it ended i was like shit that was so much better than i thought it would be and then they're like okay let's make up some backstory and and make the and you know trilogy this out yeah they should have just made the best lone ranger movie they could and they just couldn't decide what to do there's just way too much stupid shit too many dumbass characters and like i said lone ranger was never really heroic He just kind of lucked into a lot of stuff and you just you know it's like indiana jones movies had like two jokes every movie
0: mm.
1: you know maybe three we're not we're not counting crystal skull
0: right
1: the first three movies two or three jokes the whole movie and that was perfect you know sometimes there were just side characters that weren't really indie that was the perfect amount you do too much jokey stuff you it, it washes away the seriousness and you just don't know what to get out of it so mm. um and i feel like in in movies today especially big hollywood movies
0: there's no clear distinction between like all right i'm a serious character who occasionally silly things happens to and like i'm jokey mcjokerston you know what i mean like like a perfect example is uh, like jackie chan he plays the same character in every movie but he's like mr silly Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Versus like something like you might have experienced where they're like, I'm a badass motherfucker one second and all of a sudden it's like whoopity doo total opposite.
1: Yeah. It was I mean, like I said, in the in the original Lone Ranger, you know, legend, Mm -hmm. he starts off not as experienced as a cowboy or anything, but then he works at it and becomes it. So when he dons the mask, you know, He's ready to whoop ass. Dude. And this one, the whole time, it's just like, you know, it's just kind of like hijinks. Like, he's just kind of winging it, and it was just, uh, uh, ah, that's too bad. That's too bad, dude. They should have
0: just watched Mask of Zorro. That's how you remake something, dude. You have a montage, you get better, and then you whoop an ass as the hero for most of the movie.
1: Yeah, now this... This totally sucked. So, right. and and it's funny because I went to it, even though even though we knew it was going to suck. I was like, you know, I'm going to go in with low expectations, and I'm so I'm just going to try and enjoy it the best I can and stuff. But uh, sorry, it, it sucked, and it just got absolutely crushed at the box office by Despicable Me too. Sure, and that movie so. looks awesome. Yeah, so you know, whatever.
0: All right, rest in peace, Lone Ranger uh, trilogy. Wow, yeah, too bad. I,
1: I would seriously recommend someone you know goes and digs up the old book. Mm -hmm. and just interest reads that because it's it's not a bad story um the other two i'm gonna be positive on at least one of these all right good i love movies so i don't like that i hate when they suck identity thief melissa mccarthy steals jason bateman's uh you know credit cards and stuff and he has to hunt her down Mm -hmm. it's basically planes trains and automobiles where melissa mccarthy is the uh slightly overweight john candy Mm -hmm. funny person and you know jason bateman is steve martin and It's supposed to be like a buddy comedy. You know, Zach Galifianakis and Robert Downey Jr. did it way better two years ago. in the same kind of, uh, you know, road trip buddy movie. They're just like, uh, you know, Melissa McCarthy's hot now. So they gave her a movie and just tried to make her do a bunch of different funny things. But it was just like way over relied. It's like, uh, you know, it's like making Chris Farley do too many things. That's bad. eventually it's not that really funny. But uh, T.I. was in it. Who's that? He was a rapper. Okay. (laughs) And uh, there was four, approximately four times that I laughed in the movie. And T.I. made me laugh two of those times.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: So, uh, and that surprised me. So, (laughs) (laughs) because he tied Melissa McCarthy for jokes that made me laugh. So, uh, you know, T.I., you're kind of funny. All right. Good on you, T.I. Yeah. He's been in jail twice now. So, maybe he can (laughs) stay out. And uh, maybe, I don't know if he shot this in between jail terms, but. All right.
0: Which, right, brings us, which
1: brings <laughs> us to Die Hard 5.
0: Alright, so Die Hard 5, you'd never think they'd make a Die Hard 5, but you know
1: they made a Rocky 6, so why not? Here's the thing with Die Hard. First of all, I didn't like the movie. Mm. Alright, but it, again, if you did not know Die Hard existed, <clears throat> kind of like if you didn't know the backstory of Lone Ranger, if you just watched Die Hard 5, it's um, Live Free or Die Hard. Mm -hmm. if you just watch this movie I mean let's face it I love brain dead action explosion movies right Right. and if I just watched this and didn't know anything about the other Die Hard movies I would have enjoyed this movie but the thing is Die Hard 1 is one of the best fucking action movies of all time of all time and it set the standard for like a certain way of storytelling for action movies it's amazing and in that one Bruce Willis is like (coughs) <coughs> can't believe these things are happening to him. And he has to save uh, 50 hostages in a building. Right. And his wife. Next, and his wife. Next movie. They're like, alright, we gotta up the stakes. Die Hard 2. He's at an airport. Still can't believe this shit's happening to him. He has to save the airport. There's like probably like eight or nine planes all hovering above. And they're all gonna crash and burn if he doesn't save them. Mm. So... Excuse me, I'm coughing. So we increase the area that he must protect and we've increased the amount of people he must save. Mm. But it's still okay. Pretty good movie. Almost, not as good as as one, but still, pretty awesome movie. Die Hard 3. Okay, let's expand again from the airport to all of New York City. (laughs) And let's expand the amount of people he must save to the city. Mm. Because there's bombs possibly hitting all over, possibly in schools. So, He's not saving his wife anymore, but they pair him up with Sam Jackson. It works. It's not as good as the first two, but still, it's a decent movie. Right. Uh, Die Hard 4. Okay, let's expand it again. Now he must save the entire United States (laughs) and all the people in it because we've just got to keep making it bigger. Right. Because he could save a building of hostages in his sleep at this point. (laughs) So we must make it bigger. (laughs) He's got to save the whole U.S. That's the only fucking possible way people will go see it. Is if we, if we make it bigger. <laughs> Supersize it, bitch. It's like it's like porn, man. Bigger and better. So, and at this point, he doesn't even fucking care. At this point, he knows he could save a hostage <laughs> uh, full of building, uh, a building full of hostages <laughs> in his sleep. He knows he could go down to LaGuardia and fucking take over and save it if he needed to. He's so beyond it, he kills a helicopter with a car and says... Because I was out of bullets, and just and and it's ruined his character. Yeah, like we, you could relate to him before. He was just a cop before, trying his best to save the hostages in a building, to to get people to listen to him at an airport. He was started getting jaded in three, which made sense. But now he might he shows the same emotion as the fucking Terminator does. Well, You know, this is a walk in the park for him. Justin Long is now his sidekick because it worked well with Sam Jackson. Justin Long sucks ass. And, uh, you know, that it's, it's taken the the good emotion out of the Die Hard movies at I, this point.
0: And, and, and I, I have a theory about this. I have a theory. Okay. So you know how, like, the, at first you just can't believe it, and then, like, things get more incredulous and ridiculous, and he has to cope with all that. I really feel like the Die Hard series as a whole is like a long-running Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Where he's like trapped in an action movie, like uh, Last Action Hero, and he slowly figures it out. And when and by Die Hard 4, he's like, Okay, I'm trapped in an action movie, I'm the protagonist, and I can't die.
1: Yeah. Go. See, that, that couldn't get okay, it. In, in the first couple movies, he's just a cop. He's using a gun. And in the fifth movie, the one I'm about to get to, he's using, like, gigantic military <laughs> weapons Jeez. you know like bfg's so <coughs> we get to the fifth movie mm-hmm. we gotta make it bigger but how can we do it i don't know let's go to russia <laughs> fuck it there's nothing in the u.s that john McClane can't defeat
0: mm-hmm.
1: let's send him to russia and is it bigger than saving the u.s well possibly Because he's trying to stop the bad guys from procuring, I can't even say that word, weapons of mass destruction. (laughs) He's trying to save them, he's trying to stop them from taking like a shit ton of uh, plutonium or uranium or or whatever the fuck you make bang bang missiles with. (laughs) So, eh, it's not as big of a scope, but it's still unbelievable. He's all serious, but they try and inject a little bit of life with shitty, shitty jokes. He says the same joke four times in the movie. I'm on vacation. Oh, you went to Russia to save your son. Turns out your son doesn't need saving because he's actually in the CIA. Mm -hmm. (coughs)
0: And
1: the first time, you know, like someone looks at him like, what should we do? He's like, I'm on vacation. And he's like, "Uh, "Okay, got it. Next time he's like, I'm on vacation. We're like, yeah, we fucking heard you the, the first time. The third time he's like, all right, all right. Maybe you'll laugh if I yell it this time. I'm on vacation! No. Well, what if I yelled it louder 10 more minutes later? I'm on vacation! Oh, no. Shut the fuck up, John McClane. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like this movie, like, after the first 20 minutes, it's all, like, shot in the dark. Mm. Which, as we know, shitty directors love shooting in the dark because it covers up a lot of flaws. Mm. A cheesy movie in the daylight is very exposed, but it, when you put it in the dark, it helps you know to make it a little cool I mean there's also like you know you can cover up your low budgetiness with that too, yeah, so I mean at this point, you know I mean the dude is like falling off of four story buildings through glass and just springing up, even though he's like <laughs> in his sixties, I think like oh my God, both in real life and you know in the movie, mm-hmm. He's, he's holding BFGs and firing them off like he's straight out of the Doom video game, you know? And, and it's like nothing slowing the guy down. He takes, like, no damage. <clears throat> he has terrible dialogue back and forth with his son, who's now the, you know taking the place of the new sidekick. I don't know why they decided that he always had to be paired with someone. He was much better by himself in the first couple movies. Terrible, terrible dialogue with his son. Um... All the twists that happen, you see a mile, coming from a mile away. Mm. Um, It made Die Hard 4 look good.
0: Wow. Yeah. Damn. (laughs)
1: That's something. So, uh, it was really bad. Now, and like I said, someone could be listening to this and be like, fuck you, Eric. I thought you'd love mindless, brainless action movies, which this definitely is. And like I said, if this was the first movie that came along in the series, I would have eaten it up. And be like, oh, cool, you know, it fucking sucks, but there's lots of explosions. But it's, it's just where it came from. Yeah. You know, like, it's probably how um, our high school teachers felt when our youngest brother went to school. Like, me and you and our sister, we were already legends. <laughs> We'd already done good. You know, but of course, you were a little bit less cool than I was, and Leah was a little bit less cool <laughs> than you. And by the time Jerry got there, they'd seen the goodness before, and he was just kind of a stink bomb. Jared had been his own person, they'd been like, yeah, he's not bad. But they're like, oh, my God, your brothers and sisters are so much better than you. You are so disappointing. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> Die Hard 5 is like our brother. Word. So if it had just been its own movie, you know, it would have been enjoyable. You know, because I love Expendables. You know, well, those are shitty, just action, whatever. But this just, uh, it's just the, the Die Hard tree, the fruit is now rotten.
0: That's too bad. Oh, you know, it's like the first Die Hard, like uh, the first Alien movie, like Predator. It's iconic. It's classic. It was a yeah. great film, standalone film. I mean, there was a musical at one point. It's mm-hmm. amazing, and it's like it's just one of those films that just goes down in American cinema history as like groundbreaking and kick ass. And you can't, you know, getting lightning to strike twice ain't gonna happen, man. And sometimes like a director writer producer whatever will go their entire careers just like dogged by the success that they had yeah you know like the guy who made the guy who wrote and directed uh the boondock saints like crashed and burned Mm -hmm. before he you know made the uh, inevitable sequel
1: yeah so i apologize because usually you're the one that hates all the time. Like I, I, I at least tried not to sound like I was too good for these movies. I still watched them. <laughs> I, knew, I knew I wasn't really going to like any of them. So mm-hmm. it's not like I'm complaining like I got ripped off or anything like this. Or like, how oh, dare that movie suck. No, no, no. I knew it wasn't going to be that good. Let's face it. I'm just biding time until Pacific Rim comes out. Oh, yeah, dude. Every <laughs> time I see a poster, I'm like, ah yeah kaiju hard on i mean i saw iron man 3 star trek 2 and this is the end right off the bat and then i knew all right now movies are gonna suck for a month
0: <laughs> until pacific rim
1: <laughs> comes out and mm-hmm. then then it's gonna suck for a couple more weeks and then we got uh, kick-ass 2 and the at world's end so i mean i understand this is a low so you know don't think i'm, I'm hating too hard because i knew these movies were gonna suck but uh, you know i was just trying to get anything out of them and yeah sorry
0: well, well, well. Good on you, Eric. Good on you. You know, I'm, I'm definitely a lot more picky when it comes to actually watching things. Like, I will read reviews first, and then if it, if the overall feeling is that like it's not going to be a good time, I will boycott.
1: Here's the thing: if you're gonna watch Die Hard Five, if you're gonna watch Lone Ranger, watch it with friends so you can laugh at it and kind of rip on it together. Watching it by yourself is a mistake because mm-hmm. you have got no. You just get frustrated. You've got no one to really lash out and talk about it with. If I if I had watched if I watched Lone Ranger with you I'd probably enjoy it. If I watched Die Hard with you I, we would just laugh at it. So that would have been more fun. Don't watch it by yourself, kids. No, that was
0: like it was like when we watched the last Nick Cage movie, t- Stolen. Yeah, Stolen. <laughs> that was great. That was great to, to watch the people just laughing at like the the terrible parts. But yeah. you know I wouldn't want to you know like go into a movie theater alone, watching
1: yeah. that man. But I'm serious. I'll put this out for the future i maniacs. <laughs> if someone gets me the Lone Ranger DVD, I don't really know the copyright protection on DVDs anymore. But if someone uh I'm pretty <laughs> sure my editing I'm pretty sure my editing system can probably just take it. Um if someone gets me the DVD, I will cut a fantastic half hour Lone Ranger movie together. And then we'll have to put it. We can't put it on YouTube or we'll get sued. But uh we could put it on our server or something and and post it or something, right?
0: All right. Well, you know we could probably put it up there i mean who knows if disney is gonna like crack down on it because like but like a normal like fan works you know like music videos and stuff like that um you know, like a couple years after the fact they're, they're usually pretty cool i'm just gonna see if i can find it on the pirate bay really quick like because 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 you know like a lot of stuff is like instantly online yeah yeah look at that yeah yeah, Lone Ranger, a couple hits already. Some, some do with the camera in theater.
1: Oh, uh, I'm not going to take shitty. That's what I'm saying. Give me the DVD. I'm not, I'm not working with shitty material. All I'm right. not, using, not using shit audio and, and cab, camera in a theater video. If someone can get me that movie and if I can rip it, I will put together a half hour Lone Ranger movie that will knock the shit out of the one I just saw in the theater. <laughs> this is my pledge to mm-hmm. people out there because I love the Lone Ranger, what it used to be and I would love to help bring it back to glory. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? hey, Eric, you know what you should really do? What's that?
0: You should take the, uh, the parts of the Johnny Depp talking about, like, what happened, and then just cut
1: back to the old footage of the old TV show. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm telling you, I, when I do this version, I'm going to try and cut all of his audio except for anything that's crucial to the actual story.
0: Mm.
1: So, but I, I think, I mean, there's some good stuff in there. So I think I can do it. So, all right. That'll be our jump challenge in the fall or whenever this yeah. stinker comes out.
0: Spe- spe- you know, speaking of of jump challenge, we're going to de- we're definitely going to have some kind of challenge, some kind of contest coming up because it's going to be our 150th episode, in a couple. Woo! It's turning 3. <laughs> it's like it's like having a kid. You celebrate the small one, the small uh, victories, the small milestones. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're not we're not quite um, you know, 200
1: yet but 150 dude it's 150 nearly every single week that's right well basically our 150th episode is going to fall on the three-year anniversary of when we started the show so we basically we exactly do 50 shows a year
0: wow that's insane who does out that f-
1: out of 52 weeks you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> listeners <laughs> wow
0: all right well dude you can check us out every week we're on retrowaretv.com uh eldergeek.com they're awesome check out their amazing content and uh we're on itunes you can download us you can subscribe to us there and um once again i'm posting little mini reviews nowhere else but on our website at jumpmanpodcast.com
1: check us out you know lone ranger could have used some titties too oh really there wasn't like like a hot chick on the side no oh my god you know who the hot chick was Who? helena bonham carter what yeah, she's not hot, but she who directed like, Tim Burton? I know that's what I was thinking because Johnny Depp was in it too. Yeah, um, no, Tim Burton didn't direct it, but she was the leader of the whorehouse. What? And they ripped off Planet Terror. She had a fake leg with a gun inside of it, with like a with like a blunderbuss. <laughs> <coughs> no, so her her ivory leg had a gun. It was, it was so fucking lame, dude. <laughs> wow,
0: that's I just can't believe it that that like the the unholy trilogy like wasn't there like they're always together with tim burton that's how it works i
1: know yeah so that's i mean they're so s- weird they smacked the woman around a couple of times they smacked a the kid around a couple of times and then they you know basically got a fart joke the next beat this movie just couldn't figure out what it was man
0: wow that's like saying hey man the west is effing tough and then and then hey kids i'm gonna throw you a couple bones
1: yeah, man, it was. But know, like I said, you, you you could be 13 and and have no idea what the Lone Ranger was, and you'd be like, oh, this was awesome."
0: You know the la- the last kick-ass western that I saw was that animated movie Rango, also starring Johnny Depp. Yeah, that was okay. I thought it was. I mean, I I I was recovering from the stomach flu while I watched it, but I was like, "This is the greatest western ever." I really enjoyed it.
1: Let's say I don't really know how many good westerns have happened <laughs> since uh, <laughs> like Clint Eastwood's original trilogy.
0: Well, I mean the, there's like spaghetti westerns. Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying like. But but then there's also um but then the Unforgiven came out and they were like, "Well, hold up, hold up. There was like the um the original John Wayne westerns, right? That were they were like subtly racist and uh, yeah, the, you know, and anti-women. Those, those suck." Yeah, right. And there was like Hollywood westerns. Then there was like spaghetti <clears> westerns <throat> which everybody laughed at. They're like, "Ha ha ha." But now they're like worshiped. And, like, the music is so iconic, it's just associated
1: with the West. The only Western I I can think of at the top of my head that I liked in the last 30 years was uh, Tombstone. Because uh, Val Kilmer's Doc Holliday was the shit! Oh, yeah. But, I mean, Unforgiven sucked. Don't let anyone... Uh, the fact that it won an Oscar should tell you how much it sucked. Well, no, no, no. It sucked. I'm, I'm not saying it was good
0: or bad. I'm just saying that, like, it started up this whole new uh, genre of Western, which is, like... The realistic as possible Western. Which yeah, is like, sucked. you know, they went back and they tried to be super realistic and use old language. Like, the sheriff at one point says, like, Assassins, hark! Or something like that. And you're like, what? He said Assassins.
1: Yeah, what? True Grit. Come on, guys. True Grit sucked. Don't let anyone tell you. The only good Westerns was the HBO series Deadwood.
0: Yeah, and that's because, like,
1: Deadwood just, was fucking awesome. They were dropping F bombs all over the place. Deadwood was awesome. So. That's all i got to say about that. Lone Ranger, R- Lone Ranger should add tits. <laughs> I'm just, so, did, did the Lone Ranger uh, pass the Betchel test? Probably not. Oh, were there women in it talking about stuff other than men? Yes. No. Well, <laughs> first of bad. all, there was, like, there was only two women in it. Uh-huh. They were never in the same scene together.
0: <laughs> so, and they were just chasing after men or shooting people with their ivory leg guns?
1: Yeah, they were either the leader of the whores or they were the defenseless widow. That just needed a lot of saving.
0: That's too bad. So, well, damn. That makes that makes me think, like, dude, they need a gender swapped Lone Ranger, or they at least need to make the gender swapped porn Lone Ranger. Oh,
1: you know what though? You know this western is not like you can barely count as a western, but The Quick and the Dead mm-hmm. was an entertaining western. Okay. It's like western quality shittiest ever, but Sharon Stone is the lead in it, and mm-hmm. she is uh, and she's uh, drawn on people and uh russell crowe before he became famous is in it and gene hackman is the villain hmm. and he's just gunning people down and leonardo dicaprio before he became a man oh like he's critter. like 80 he's like 80 pounds yeah like just a little bit older than critters and growing pains but not yet titanic ah he's in it but it, it's, it's a shitty movie but it's hilarious hmm. and sharon stone's the lead and she's gunning people down so you might get what you need there yeah hey, that's cool so but yeah sorry Sorry for my hater episode, but I promise I'll have a huge boner next week for Pacific Rim. Dude, that movie looks so great. It's like,
0: although you know, I gotta, I gotta say, after watching the original Hobbit, knowing that like all the action and the notes and everything about the Hobbit was kind of set up by Guillermo del Toro, I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of like, well, I don't know if he can handle like a giant movie that's not like some quirky kind of like mid-range like thirty million dollar uh, no, thing. He's I hope this. so, man. I, I really, really want it to be good. He's got it. It's going to be good. All right, dudes. So you know where we'll be Friday night and Thursday night, probably.
1: No, I do matinees, man. I don't do nights.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too.
1: Here, here's the evolution. When I was a teenager, went to the 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. When I was in college, I went to the 9 p.m. <laughs> after the teenagers got out of their movie. Mm. And then once I got out of college, then I started doing the uh, noon o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> matinees where there's not a lot of people in them, yeah. So I I, Ooh, I appreciate our, our our local
0: movie theater does uh, does baby movies where they have like where they're like it's it's like um it's it's like a bug zapper where they're like okay all right we all know that bringing your kid to like an R rated movie sucks for everybody including you and you shouldn't do it so instead they are like all right we'll have like baby movies where you will just play something that you like and everybody brings their babies so this is all it's like a howling nightmare of like babies screaming and like fussing etc 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 except all the parents are there just like you know just like trying to enjoy a movie and it's just accepted that it's just gonna be like babies everywhere
1: yeah our theater does that too they serve they do nine o'clock in the morning and they serve pancakes oh my god yeah
0: that sounds pretty awesome
1: yeah, I mean, I haven't gone to it. Fuck that noise. But pancakes, though, pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I would, I would just come up for the pancakes to be like, excuse me, usher. Uh, I need some more pancakes
1: up here. No, oh, yeah, they bring your food to you. Oh yeah, that's so they, they just find you, and it's great because you can order like these huge things of beer, like pitchers of beer. <laughs> and so you buy them ahead of time, and you say, Yo, bring one at an hour into the movie when I'm gonna need another one, and they oh, do God, that. They, an hour in, they bring you a huge pitcher of beer holy crap yeah baby i should have gone to that theater to watch lone ranger seriously flapjacks <laughs> and beer at nine it's in lots the morning of beer. wow <laughs> lots of beer it's awesome man <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know the, those pitchers at, at the old school pizza hut that they serve the uh, soda in it's mm-hmm. that big a beer
0: well dude well here's my question why the hell doesn't the airline industry take a hint and do that with their flights man have it all baby flight with pancakes and beer the whole time yeah and, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> Alright. Peace. Alright, see you next week. Jump man engage. Yahoo! I find your lack of faith disturbing. One short step.